Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome to another episode of the Jake Botel Sports Experience. My name is Jake, and I'm joined out in the garden once again. We're back at it. Mm -hmm. uh, the one and only Minnesota Jack. How are you, Jacko? I'm good. Another great uh, slate of football ahead. Oh, yes. We've got one good game to talk about right now. Yeah, we're just off the back of watching uh, Jags at Chiefs. 27-20 uh, win for Kansas City. A game that, you know, the Jaguars will probably rue a couple of errors. You know, one, one of them forced. A couple of them sort of unforced errors. The Chiefs riding through a Patrick Mahomes ankle injury. I don't know if that's where you want to start, but like what an effort after it looked like maybe he was going to be out for the game. Mm. Um, and he comes back in after getting rolled up on. He missed one drive, which yeah. one drive or two drives anyway. Chad Henney takes him down to score a touchdown anyway. Easy as. Yeah. Did you want to start with that Mahomes effort? Yeah. I thought he was done. I really yeah. did. I had had an ugly feeling that, you know, he was really frustrated and mm. angry on the sidelines, you know, went into the tent, went down to the locker room, really felt like even if he was going to be fine, that he still wasn't going to play just because they were going to be really cautious. Um, and especially after that drive by Henny, I was like, oh, maybe they just won't put him back in because mm. Henny's going to be a somewhat um, efficient replacement. Um, so the fact that he went back in, I think, is actually good news. Because yeah. if there was any real risk of him re-injuring that ankle or making it worse, you would imagine they wouldn't put him back in unless yeah. they absolutely had to. So the fact that he went out and continued to play, he looked hobbled, he looked uncomfortable, but I think it might be one of those things where he'll just be uncomfortable the rest of this playoff series, but he'll play, which I think is what everyone wants. Um, everyone wants to see him play. Um, the Chiefs, I feel like, you know, the Jags kept pressing. They stayed in it. Definitely. Um, you know, in an alternate universe, it'd be interesting to see what would have happened if they had a fully healthy Mahomes throughout the rest of this game. Yeah. Um, but credit to the Jags for staying with them, never getting blown out. Um, if Yeah, like you said, if it wasn't for those mistakes, Jags, I, I won't say they would have won, but... They would have put themselves in prime position to to win this game and cause a massive upset. But the Chiefs just did enough. Travis Kelsey had a monster game. Yeah. Pacheco had a great game. And Mahomes just did enough to get the ball out and still kind of scrambled and moved around. So I, he didn't seem that limited. So I, I would guess that he's just going to have to deal with this pain next week mm -hmm. as opposed to it having a massive impact on um, how he's going to play. He kind of threw, he, he couldn't really get his footwork right, couldn't yeah. really throw as accurately, but I reckon he'll get that sorted for next week. Yeah, it's interesting, like, you think, you know, the Jags may not necessarily have won if, you know, they'd not, you know, uh, committed those errors at, at crucial times. You know, and the errors we're sort of talking about is the, you know what I think was a dropped catch by Christian Kirk on a deep ball yeah. that would have set them up early, you know, in, mm -hmm. in the first half. Um, you know, in the red zone, I thought it was a well-thrown ball. They said on the yeah. broadcast, oh, I was overthrown. I disagree. It, it came off his forearms. Yeah. You know, so it's not that overthrown. No. 
um, I think about the uh, the 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 fumble. Was, mm. was it Jamal Agnew or Jamal Hasty? It was Agnew. Yeah. yeah. You know, I fumbled, and that was the unfor. Th- those were the unforced errors for me. Mm. The drop. Yeah. Should you know, have, it was, it was a dime, and it should have been caught. It wasn't covered that well. And then the um, then the fumble. It, it wasn't a forced fumble. The forced. Uh, error for me was the the Trevor Lawrence interception where mm. they got pressure straight up the middle in his face and he chose to throw it. I think it was only second down at that stage and throw it off the back foot with pressure in his face. It was just a, a dolly up in the air yeah. and, and it was a beautiful pick by the, mm. um, I think it was Watson, um, the, the Chiefs DB. So if, if you don't commit those errors, you're then not relying late on an onside kick. That's yeah. the difference, you know, whether you win or lose, you're not having to rely on those margins. But I thought it was interesting. I thought Mahomes was, you know, I counted at least two fuck-off throws, which yeah. I described to you as any throw that makes me go fuck-off because it's just an outrageous piece of skill and talent. And he had two of those before he got injured. He, he was Mahomesian. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then he was efficient afterwards. Yeah. You know, and and, and I think... Um, some of the benefits of of Mahomes is that he's not a quarterback that is going to be written off with an ankle injury because he's mm. he he throws so routinely in the air off his back foot jumping sideways you know so it's not like this guy has to have his feet set to throw yes it hobbles him yes it impacts um, but I guess. To transition back to you, and I'd be interested in your opinion. I just felt like it was a game where the Chiefs didn't make mistakes. Yeah. And, and importantly, the defense, I think, deserves a lot of credit. And special teams, a brilliant tackle. I think it was by... Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the punter's name for the Chiefs. Uh, well, I think it was Butker. I think it might have been a oh, the kick ho- return. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, brilliant tackle mm. to stop that. That, that would have been a touchdown. But then, like, crucial crucial sacks, crucial interceptions. The defense came up in big spots. I, I thought the Chiefs' defense played pretty fucking well. Yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I... It felt like, to me, the Jags were... They were, like, in the middle of the ocean. And mm. they're trying their best to stay afloat. And they're just managing to get there. And every yeah. time they feel like they just breached the water and they get a breath... Massive wave comes yeah. in. They knock back down. And credit to them, they kept coming back for another mm. breath of fresh air, but they couldn't they couldn't find any land, yeah. really, to continue the analogy. They couldn't find any land. <laughs> they just kept getting knocked down. And the Chiefs were sort of again, they were sailing on smooth water, you felt mm. like. They they really didn't really commit any mistakes. You know, no turnovers on their part. We said it, the only real thing that didn't go their way was the injury to Mahomes. Besides yeah. that, you felt like they did everything right, whereas the Jags, even though they kept in it, they just couldn't quite get over the hump. Mm. Um, you know, Peterson joked at halftime saying, you know, we're down, touchdown at halftime, this is how we like it. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, but yeah, in the playoffs, you really don't want to be down by anything at halftime at any point you really want to get a lead early and keep it and that deep ball to to Kirk that you mentioned like Mm. I think they were still down at that point but that's the kind of play where you're like you gotta 
get that. You've got to get yeah. those big plays, um, you know, in the in the red zone, in the end zone, to set up scores, to score themselves. Like, they're so important. Mm. And I think the Jags had one deep play. There was one throw to a wide-open receiver where he yeah. runs and maybe picks up 30, 40 yards. That was it. You know, I... Lawrence had maybe like two seventeen yards, mm. something like that in the air. And he like threw fifty times, mm. completed thirty passes. Like a lot of it was the dink and dunk, picking up three yards, four yards here. Which isn't the worst tactic. That sometimes works, but you have to play perfect football if you're gonna do that. Because mm. if you commit turnovers that, that whole game plan kinda goes out the window. So yeah, Jags will be disappointed in themselves that on one hand, they'll be disappointed because they put themselves in positions to win but mm. made mistakes and just couldn't get over the mountain that is Kansas City. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, winning season, 9-8, and eight, won a playoff game, mm. played it close in Arrowhead with the Chiefs. Did they get Calvin Ridley next season? Um, I, I feel like the Jags are in a pretty good position to take that division next season and build upon this, be hungry, be a bit frustrated that, oh, we were nearly there, and take that into next season. And the Chiefs now will really just be hoping that Mahomes is okay because whether they play the Bengals or the mm. Bills next week, either is going to be a tough matchup for them, um, and they're going to they're gonna need a healthy Mahomes to, mm. to overcome that, you reckon? Yeah, and... and- and you know, I've always said that the the Patri- the the Chiefs for me are sort of like the Bizarro Patriots in that they're a, they're sort of this burgeoning dynasty. You know, they've that like to be a dynasty, they're going to have to win another two because that sort yeah. of thing for me. I think you need sort of three three um, championships with the same, roughly the same mm. personnel. But like the Patriots, they're kind of showing that Andy Reid's offensive system can kind of function. With whoever, and I'm not—that's not trying to like talk shit about you know Marcus Valdez Scantling or Smith Schuster or whatever. Not none of them are as explosive a playmaker as Tyreek Hill, but it doesn't matter because it's the diversity of ways in which they can end you. You know, we counted they had nine different receivers. Mm. It's Pacheco rushing for 91 yards on 10 carries or whatever it was. I don't know if that was his final stat line, but it's. The array of weapons they have, it's the diversity of options that they give to Mahomes. It's the trickery. And so they're showing... We talked about this on the preview yesterday for the divisional round. Um, talking about, you know, if, if the Bills were to go down, you know, in the playoffs. You know, the next few years are going to show, was this a window that opened and then closed? Or have they put in place a system that can thrive for a long time? And I think mm. the Chiefs have shown with five consecutive now AFC Championship games, two trips to the Super Bowl and one win, um, they've got a system in place and they've got a quarterback in place. You said that the the Jags were fighting against, you know, fighting in the ocean. Mm. And the Chiefs were sort of sailing on clean water. I, I, I just adjust the analogy just slightly and say, I think the Chiefs were the ocean. Mm. You know that that you were, and it wasn't like this broiling, you know, tumultuous uh, maelstrom of an ocean. Sometimes you get that with the Chiefs. Sometimes they suck you into this whirlpool of of Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, 
chaos. That, mm. You know, they put you in the spin cycle. Sometimes they even do that in the huddle. That's they right. Spin out That's of the huddle. right. The maelstrom formation. This was a relentless tide that slowly dragged the Jags out as much as they kicked and fought and, you know, drowned them out yeah. at sea. And that's what it was like. The, the Chiefs were relentless today, which is something they've really developed since the early days of Mahomes. Mm. It's not just trickery. It's not just fancy offense. There's a relentlessness about this team, um, which I love. It's, it's, it's an additional hard edge to the career. They're multi-layered. Yeah. They've, they've, got, they've got options both like in terms of their players and their roster, mm. but in terms of their game plan and how they approach football, you, you feel like they're very, very rarely do they seem out of their depth. Yeah. Again, to continue yeah, yeah. the ocean analogy, they, they're very... Dan Campbell would love yeah, this. Oh, <laughs> he wants to join on in. That's right. You, you feel like they're, they're never out of their depth. They're, yeah. they're, they've always got a plan for every situation. Yeah. They're, they're one of the best situational football teams. Um, and so... It seems fitting that they're in the totally. championship game. It would have felt like it would have been nice to sort of, you know, go along with the Jags story yeah. and that. But even if the Jags won, you know, we would have woken up the next morning going, wow, Chiefs really should have won that game. So the fact that they did, I feel like is mm. fitting and they deserve to have another shot at the Super Bowl, which you feel like at this point, They've got just as good of a shot as anyone, even with Mahomes, you know, with, mm. a, with a bad ankle. That goes to show how good the Chiefs are, that even yeah. if he has a bad ankle for the next two, three weeks, they probably have as good of a chance as anyone to get another ring. And they get a break, too, yeah. you, know, you know, between championship game, if they win that, and mm. then the Super Bowl. They're two wins away from a second Lombardi trophy um, in the last four, four seasons. They won in 2019, yeah. 20... Yeah, so... It's pretty incredible. An incredible run. Mahomes, I think, could retire today and he'd be a Hall of Famer, um, mm. in my opinion. So there's few. the only person who has had a comparable start to their career, I was saying to you statistically, is Dan Marino. He's yeah. the only guy who's, you know... Um, well, well, Dan Marino, in terms of older time sort of, you know, figures, not that he's mm. that older time, but it's it's... If you look at the first, I can't remember how many starts Mahomes is has, um, whether it's seventy odd or eighty odd. Mm. But if you compare the first eighty-ish starts of a bunch of different careers, Aaron Rodgers is comparable, mm-hmm. and it's like comparable. Yeah, and Marino is comparable. And the the fact that Dan Marino did that, you know, twenty thirty years ago, mm. thirty forty years ago. Yeah, that's impressive. So. Anyway, let's wrap it up here. We've got another game. We've got Eagles and Giants grudge match. Um, Yeah, we'll be back in your ears soon. Uh, Enjoy the second game if you're listening to this in real time.